This is Midnight Alchemy with your host Jason Allen on the Left Coast Media Network. And now here's Jason. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever and whatever you are. This is Midnight Alchemy and I am your guide tour for this episode tonight. Jason Allen. Hello there. It is uh, great to give you another episode here of Midnight Alchemy. I uh, just got done not too long ago doing the first Halloween live stream, and let me tell you, uh, yeah, it, it went okay. Uh, I got to get better at the tech stuff. Uh, Talking-wise, you know, I, I blab. That's what I do. So uh, if you get a chance, go on up to uh, YouTube and, uh, you know, Search Midnight Alchemy, click on the Halloween uh, live stream and give it a listen. See, tell me what you think, tell me what I obviously uh, I need to get better on. So uh, hopefully uh, it won't be too bad. You won't be too disgusted by it. You know, I listen, I'm my own worst critic, right? So to me, it was just a big pall of poop, you know, but uh, I was told by a few people that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, the jury's still out on that. All right, folks, today we have Daniel Jackson. He's going to come on here and he's going to talk to us and he is going to illuminate us on many subjects. Uh, psychic, medium, and uh, it, it'll be fun. Uh, we'll be talking uh, all sorts of stuff. So uh, get ready, folks. Here is Daniel Jackson. All right, we are here with Daniel Jackson. Uh, Daniel has been gifted with the ability to communicate with archangels and spirits. With this information, he guides and assists others to fulfill their spiritual path. His main goal is to teach people about their reason for existence and to help them become a better version of themselves. It is with this intention that he operates out of a spirit of love and compassion. Daniel, hello there. How are you? I'm doing great today, Jason. How about yourself? I, you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Well, that's uh, good enough. And a, another day uh, above ground is good for me. <clears throat> uh, well, I don't know. As many spirits as I see all day long, it looks like they're doing pretty good. <laughs> there you go. All yeah. right. Hey, um, let's let's uh, jump right into the deep end here. Sure. Uh, the, usually, the first question I ask guests is uh you know when did you know first know that you had these abilities um i've seen spirit ever since i was three years old but i did not understand what that meant um my whole family was seeing them because we lived in a town in new jersey that's where i'm originally from and in that town was a uh, we we're right on the edge um uh, next to the uh, delaware river and there was a battlefield there and that's where the hessians fought so there was a hospital there my sister had told me uh, not, about a year ago or so, they did a dig there and they found a whole bunch of bodies buried everywhere. Of course, they're not going to bury one at a time, but <clears throat> so they just, so my whole family was seeing it, but, but some of the houses around us were also witnessing it too. Uh, it wasn't until, uh, I mean, I, I saw spirit throughout my life. I saw it all the way up into my, my teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. It wasn't until I was I turned uh, just about to turn fifty that uh, a change had had come about and and I was seeing I saw them regularly but I started seeing a whole lot more 
all in a period of time of about two weeks that my wife went away on vacation for two weeks to see her daughter. And then I saw You Could Everything Imagine that was in a horror movie that was going on in my home. So it, wow. it was then that I, I tried to, to get it all figured out. Yeah. Um, the next question, I mean, it, and that stuff you... hasn't stopped either, right? People ask me about that, like in my book, they say, oh, well, I'm glad that all went away. No, it hasn't gone away. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I still see it. I just understand it more. And I'm protected all the time, so none of it scares me anymore. Yeah. Um. So the next, I mean, leading question is, uh, how did you, I mean, how did you adjust to it? How did you deal with it? Um, I try to explain it in this way. Uh, you remember when we were kids and our mom and dad fed us green beans and then 30 years later, you love green beans. Why? <laughs> well, you got used to it. Oh, yeah. you, you just do. You get, you get used to it. If for some people, I mean, for some people, it will scare the crap out of them. I have seen some things that would scare the crap out of you, but, but I understand it now, uh, since becoming a medium, uh, I've, I've always been a medium. I just didn't know it, but, uh, but waking up to it and then being taught about it with there's a group of people that I got with and and they helped me to to develop what I have but it's uh but it's archangels who who uh who tell me everything and uh once they started telling me everything that I I found out at that point I no longer needed to be in fear so yeah so that made it easier to deal with Okay. You know, uh, when I read the, uh, you know, the bio, uh, it mentions archangels immediately my antenna, whoop, you know, because uh, <laughs> at, at one time I was studying to be a priest before I met the wife. Well, when you put your antennas up, whoop, that's what <laughs> you're, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Oh yeah. They are um, what we would refer to as aliens. Uh... That's what they are. Okay. They don't look like men with wings and shields and swords whatsoever. Okay. When I see archangels standing around me, I see eight foot prey manises standing around my room. Wow. Hundreds wow. of them. They're just they're just all around. And and Archangel Michael is uh does not look like a man with a shield and a sword. When I see him, he looks like more of a uh, a of a hybrid of a moose and a horse. He's got a big wide head. He's got these wolf looking eyes, uh, but he's got this long body like a like a horse with this short hair. He doesn't have any antlers or anything, but he does have these big floppy ears. Mm. I see him, you know, regular basis. I see them all on a regular basis whenever whenever I'm throughout my day in the in the daytime in light, I see them. If you've ever seen anyone smoking a cigarette and you see little petals of smoke coming off the cigarette, that's what I see around me all day. But in the nighttime and in and when it's dark out. All I see is I see their big bug eyes, their their arms and tentacles and all that stuff. Some of them look human. Some of them look humanoid. Yeah. Um, I've seen some that look like owls and different kinds of birds and, and animals and reptiles and everything. Right. There's, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them. There's, there's not 12 or 14, whatever it says in the Bible. Yeah. They're just not. But they are a being of a higher consciousness that is, that is here to help us helped us to, to guide us through our lives. You know, they're not here to fix our lives. If you screwed up your life, it's up to, it's up to you to fix it. They're just going to help us make these better decisions, but you have to learn to listen, trust, and follow through. And right. most people can't. Right. You know, it's in, in, interesting uh, that you talk about what they look like, because, you know, they, that totally goes against the grain, you know, people have been brought up, you know, in, in, in religion. 
Well, that's by the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live and give them 10%. Exactly. Did they know about 10% that, that long ago because the people who wrote all that stuff were kings and queens. That's how. Right. And, and uh, I always imagine that it was rather egotistical, right? Yes, absolutely. That, uh, that we would, you know, put them in a box of uh, what we would recognize as somewhat, you know, human, you yeah. know, at least feature wise. Yeah. And I always wondered why. You know, why, why just that, that seems to me so vanilla and boring. That... Yeah. Well, in the same way where they say, uh, God created us in his own, in his own a vision of his self, but God is neither he or she. So okay. which one did he do? So, and as we know, as we would like to think there are other beings out there somewhere in this universe and they look different. Sure. So, so which of which of that picture doesn't set right? All of it, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and you know, and you mentioned the Bible too, and uh, you know, <clears throat> strict orthodox that you know this is the exact word, word for word, da 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 da, and it's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so... a lot of people that's <clears throat> going to probably take off a lot of people. Yeah, but... yeah. If if they were uh, if they were that strict, uh, they would be they would uh, read the Bible and also be performing all the rape and murder and all the pedophilia that goes along with that Bible as well. Yeah. But uh, there's also um, like right now, you would be breaking a rule right now, mm -hmm. because uh, in Leviticus 19:31 it says not to speak to mediums because they speak to spirit. Uh, they right. speak to demons and devils and all that stuff. Right. Now. With that, they say Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And I tell them Father and the Son, absolutely, but Holy Ghost, no. And they say, why? And I say, how do you know he's holy? Who is the lucky person within religion that is allowed to talk to them? Because in the Bible, it says you're not allowed to talk to spirit. And if you are talking to spirit, that makes you a, that makes you a medium. So who is the lucky person within religion that is allowed to talk to the Holy Ghost to find out if he is holy or not? Because someone's talking to him, because how would you know? Right. Well, they don't know. Totally agree with you. Um, yeah. They don't know because there is no Holy Ghost because spirit are not holy. Right. It's yeah. only religion that is holy. Right. And I uh, have always, <clears throat> this again is going to take off a lot of people, but hey, oh, let's I just go, care. you know? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And that is the idea of the Trinity. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe in God. Uh, oh, me too. I've seen uh, him five times. Yeah, um, is, is talked to me eight times. Is Jesus the Son of God? Now that's what we I are believe. all the sons and daughters of God. That, Everyone is a son and daughter of God. Right. We are all created from God, from a part of Him, which makes our souls divine soul. Everyone is a divine soul, not just one. They just want to use one so they can have power and control over us. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, uh, Daniel, uh, I ha always had a problem with that. Because God is infinite, right? He He is correct as as are we. Yeah, and uh, I always thought, why would you know? Why would He need a, a quote unquote, you know, almost biologically, you know, a son? Because right. He's God, you know. He right. Could, he could do whatever He wants, whatever He pleases. I mean, correct. He's God. That's why we are it's, all connected to everyone and everything. Yeah, and so I, it, to me, I, you know. Uh, had a problem with all that because I, you know, I always had the concept of the Holy Spirit as as just a spirit that emanates from God. 
Uh, I never. Well, I, if we only needed that, then how come we had Jesus too? That's true. I mean, well, I, I mean, right? in, in, yeah, in, in Islam, they they perceive him as a uh, just on the long line of prophets. They uh, revere him. Uh, they just they just don't believe that he is the you know biological not biological but you know what I mean the more traditional sure. uh, son of God and uh, yeah. I, I find because, and that, and that's where it all comes in that's where the fight is who is and who is and all that right. but right. what it all comes down to is we are all children of God Jesus is our brother as well as we are sisters and brothers to him as well yeah. as but we we come back over and over and over again you might be his brother this time but you might be a sister the next time because each time that you come back into this world you come back into a different body every single time excellent yeah uh, you, uh, daniel you were almost interviewing yourself and i love this because uh, as you Sorry. bring up uh, <laughs> talking it's like He's already got the next question, you know, teed up for me. This, this is, this is way too easy. So I'm not going to jinx it, you know. Uh, when you talk to archangels all day long, you know stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and now the belief, uh, the reality, uh, reincarnation, right? That yeah. Explain yeah. a little bit about that to <clears throat> people who don't have the concept or. Never really thought about it. Well, I, I, I'll explain the the con people will think a concept, but I'll explain the actual reason for why you come back. The reason why you come back, and the, the reason you're here for an existence anyway, is you're here to learn the human experience. But you, it, during that human experience, you're here to learn lessons, and you are here to fulfill a purpose. Now, learning lessons is everything. If I have a towel here in my hand, and I pick it up and I put it down, that is a lesson. If I pick it up and drop it, well, how, it's not a good lesson or a bad lesson. It's just a lesson. So how do I learn that lesson? Next time I will grip it a little bit tighter so that way I won't drop it. If you walk through a door and there's a nail on the floor and you trip over the nail, how do you learn that lesson? Well, you go get a hammer and bang it back in and then you walk through that door freely the rest of your life. Not everyone does that. People trip over that nail four or five times before they figure out, now this isn't working out for me because... There's no epic failures. There's no mistakes. There's no right or wrong in this world. Everyone else who wants to tell you that is the ones who want to have power over you. So what is actually going on is two decisions you're going to make your entire life, and that is what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And sometimes it takes a few things of not finding out what doesn't work for us to move on to what does work for us, and that's all. So don't let anyone else out there tell you that you're failing at anything. You're just figuring it out. That's all you're doing. Right. But the big important part is fulfilling your purpose. Your purpose is not becoming a doctor or a lawyer or even a teacher. You can fulfill your purpose while doing those things. But the one thing you're going to do, uh, fulfilling your purpose, what you're going to be doing is being human. And what your purpose is, is we are here to help each other just for the sake of helping. Not because you can, but because you should. In a physical way where it's going to be something that you are helping someone else to do something they cannot do, or you are helping them to figure it out for themselves to do it. That's all it is. It's not because it's not doing this uh, this whole Kardashian bull crap or Donald Trump crap. And no, <laughs> those people are absolutely coming back again. Yeah, because they're just not getting it right. Because it's for them. It's all about their ego. Yeah. When you bring ego into it, no, you're not doing the correct thing. So. Yeah, it's about making good choices, but it's about it's about listening to those gut feelings. And and how do you know when people don't listen to the, to that inner selves? Well, 
say just you're driving down the street in your car and you see a car in front of you and you say, I don't want to pass that car. And then you got a gut feeling that says, don't pass the car. Well, you know what? Don't pass the freaking car. It's your soul trying to tell you not to do this. People call it intuition. They have all kinds of names for all kinds of stuff, but they're just trying to rebrand everything. But that's your that's your soul trying to talk to you. But and and then maybe you don't pass the car. And then but some people, you know, some people are. You here's how you know when people don't listen because you're in a hospital talking to your friend who gets into a car accident and they tell you, Hey Jason, you know what? I saw that car in front of me. And then they say three words that clues you in. People just don't pick it up. And they go, Yeah, I saw that car in front of me. And then they say this, I just knew. And when they say that, I just knew, that means that was your soul trying to guide you where you actually needed to be. But you, being an egotistical piece of shit, decided, oh, I'm going to change my mind on this and I'm going to do it anyway because, you know, because yeah. the world says I could do it. So I'm going to do it. And then, boom, you get into a car accident. Right. And that spirit slowing your butt down. Because you're trying to get into life quicker than you're meant to. Stop. Yeah. Uh, I've always uh, thought, okay. Tell me if I'm uh, wrong, uh, if I'm moving in, you know, in a, in a uh, non, you know, it's not, uh, not the truth. Uh, I always thought, people always talk about, you know, and this is a question that has been since the dawn of humanity, right? Is what's the purpose of life? What, what, why are we here? What are we doing? And I'll just give you my really short, uh, off the top of the cuff answer because people, the next question is, why do people suffer? You know, why why people in pain? If, if God is so, uh, so, you know, infinite, why does he do this? And my answer uh, to that, just off the top of my head, is you're here to experience everything. Everything. Correct. Joy, pain. Correct. Yes, it's your soul that is learning it. So even though the body is going through the pain, the soul is learning the experience of that. Uh, All of it. Now, uh, from from cancer down to a broken toenail. Yeah. How how many? Uh, I mean, I guess <clears throat> the the answer uh, would be you know as many as it takes. But how many times or do we choose to come back, or are we sent back? Because you are sent we, back. We yeah, haven't learned. You are sent back, uh, but uh, you are choosing the body you're going to go into because you, as a bright, white, loving soul who has learned lessons in a previous body, know that that body didn't get you your golden ticket to go home and stay home. So now you're going to do something different. Right. So you just come in, you come into a different body, you come into a different time period. And the time period is that you will come back as if you have, if you have to come back then the time period is if you die over the age of 30 years old, you have to come back 80 years after your death. If you die under the age of 30 years old, then you would come eight years after your death. And all that comes down to one thing, so that you're not recognized. Gotcha. That's it. He made it very simple. People yeah. make things very complicated. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, let me let me ask real quick how many times. Okay, so, uh, so that quick, <clears throat> I just asked, how many times you have been here? They told me a number. I said, did you tell me that number? They said, yes, and touched me across my forehead. And that meant, yes, you've been here 28 times. So you're on life number 28, meaning you've had 27 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, and 27 other astrological signs mean absolutely horseshit because your body is born. Your soul is not. 
Right. Your soul was created a long time ago. It is, uh, you know, as far as being sent back, and is time linear? I mean, when we sent back, do we choose a time or are we just thrust within the, the linear uh, timeline? We're just staying in the timeline. We're just coming back. And, I mean, you've been here 28 times, so you've been here when it's been the you know, 1200s, 1300s, 1400s, 1500s, you know. Sure. Not every time have you been here. Have you been here that there's been computers and cars and motorcycles and boats and all that stuff or running water? Yeah. You're just coming back. You're just coming back and hopefully learning lessons enough. And then it's about, when you learn the lessons, it's about getting through the lessons as quick as you can so that you are put into the place where you need to be in your life, that you're going to run into somebody, supposedly run into, but not really. You're going to meet up with these people. And 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 this is where you're going to fulfill your purpose. This is where you're going to do something that is needed in order to help this person. And then vice versa, it's going to help help you as well. But if you're too busy running around, you know, tripping tripping over that nail four, five, ten, twenty times, you know, I I worked around those people for six years. I worked in prison. They have not figured out that they're not good criminals. That's the kind of lessons that people, you know, get stuck on. Yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had a woman ask me one time, she said, uh, Daniel, I was dating this guy and he was a piece of crap and then the next one was a piece of crap and the next one was a piece of crap. And I said, what did they have in common? Because you know, and she's like, oh, well, they all had brown hair and blue eyes. I said, go out with a blonde. <laughs> it's that simple, but people can't see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's always, it's always us humans that get in the way of everything. And, yeah. uh, you know, our, you're, you, you said it before our ego. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. totally man-made. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Everything. You didn't come into this world with an ego. You wake up in a baby body going, what? And your mom and dad's going, I'm your mom and dad. You're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. And then they raise you. And what they do is when they raise you, they teach you the ways of the world and everyone else does around you. Yeah. And what they're doing at that point is they're throwing a bucket of bleach over top of you, washing away all the beautiful love and, and pureness of yourself that you've just brought with you from heaven, because that's where you just came from. And you come into this world and then they wash it away. And then you hopefully wake up at some point and go, okay, everything around here is bull crap. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to not follow this stuff. I'm not going to have they tell me what to, they tell you to eat bacon one day and they tell you the next day wear this kind of shoes. No, I think they need to shut the hell up is what they need to do. But we need to stop listening. Right. That's what the uh, problem is. Is that bleaching process what people perceive as original sin? Because I don't believe in original sin. No, I, there's no such thing as sin. Again, you were created from God from a part of him to make your soul divine soul. So you don't actually sin. What you're doing is when you're sinning, that's you breaking their rules. No. Sounds I don't have to live. I don't have to live by their rules. I don't. Yeah. I don't watch TV, the 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 news, you know. I, I don't, I don't, if I want to have a relationship with God, I just talk to him. I don't need to go to some brick building with 50 other people telling me how I should talk to God. I don't need a middleman and God doesn't want us to have a middleman. He just wants to have a relationship with us. Not someone else telling me how I have to have that relationship. Yeah. No. Uh, God. Um, no, you know, obviously he's not man. He's not one. He, he's, he, uh, he will, he will show himself like spirit too. They, because they are pure energy, they can manipulate themselves to look like something to either make you scared like the, like the negative ones do, or 
the positive ones will show themselves in a way that will not, you know, alert you. I've seen God five times. I've seen him five times. He's spoken to me five times. When you talk to God, you don't ask him the friggin' lottery numbers. You just don't. Because that's not important. Yeah. What's important is taking care of each other. That's what's important. But five, uh, four of the times I saw him, <clears throat> he looks like um, like the like the Greek god of Zeus. Like he's kind of muscular looking, uh, gray hair, long gray hair. But he's got he's got crow's feet, so he's been around for a while. Um, <laughs> but one other time he showed himself to me. He was completely genderless, just two eyes, a small little nose, a little tiny mouth, round head, no hair, just. But when I see regular when I see spirit, regular spirit. Regular spirit, meaning moms and dads, dogs and cats, because I see everything, dogs, cats, people, fish, other beings from other places. I see everything. And uh, when I see them, they're always kind of in a distance or about five or six feet away from me. You know, even archangels are only about three feet away from me. They're a little bit closer. But when I see God, he's right here. Mm. And when he's when he's around me, like I used to, when I was working with these women who were helping me to develop this, I, was, uh, I found out I could do something called channeling. Didn't. They just brought me a message and, and said I needed to sit with this one girl and <clears throat> discuss this and ask her if it's okay. So when I did that, the other women who were in the room were like, oh, you're going to channel? I was like, I don't know what the heck it's called. I'm just doing what they told me to do. But uh, we did this throughout a year. And uh, so, and a couple, a couple of times God came through. And when he came through, when, when someone comes through and says, hello, my son. And I looked around and everybody's hair is standing up on their, on their, you know who the hell is in the room. Yeah, you don't question it. I don't that, question it. That's a, that's incredible. Um, yeah. He's beautiful, as they all are, <laughs> as we are too. Right. Uh, now, am I screwing you, you up here, Jason? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're you're uh, uh, obviously you you are relating some what very deep things, and I, I love it. It's just that the Jason that does the interviews is usually, ha, 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 but you're giving me things to think about, Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm trying That's to, what I'm here to just do. have a, just now I'm trying to just have a conversation, man, because this is, this is awesome. This is uh, uh, what I very <clears throat> you get in the world is uh, talking about things that are more than just what, what's in the world. And, uh, oh, I I see. They because because I have the connection that I have. I um when I see even when I see regular spirit, they they do things to me, like like people say all the time. I wish I had your ability. No, you don't. So like two days ago, I was I was just telling my buddy yesterday. Uh, two days ago, I I was taking a nap, and when I woke up, because uh, in my in a dark room, I just see everything. And I saw this man standing in front of me. Um, he couldn't communicate because where he's at, he's earthbound. Mm -hmm. He hadn't been there long enough. He hadn't collected enough energy to, to actually speak to me. But he did show me something. And what he showed me was why he chose to be where he is. Because it, no man can, can tell you that you're going to a bad place. You either walk into the light or you don't. It's your choice. And this one chose not to walk into the light. But the reason why, and he showed it to me. So when I when I saw him in front of me, he projected this on me where he imprinted on me what he did, which made the choice for him to stay where he was. <clears throat> and what he did was murder somebody. 
he put it on me so as though I was looking through his eyes and I'm watching this guy run across the street. And then I see, I guess, what at that point is my arm, but his arm come up with a gun and shoot and kill this guy. Mm. And that's why he did not cross over into the light. And I said, I looked at him and said, oh, you murdered somebody. And he said, yeah. He just looked at me and said, yeah. And I said, but you can cross over, you know. I said, that that person who died was meant to die because when it's your time to go, it's just this, as well as yours. Now, you may have to come back again, but I'm just telling you, you can cross over. And just kept looking at me, no. But eventually I did convince him to cross over into the light. So he, he finally did go. Yeah. Um, now, that thing that he imprinted on me, to me, is now like a memory. I can't get rid of it. It's, it's, it's you want, so I asked I asked to tell people, is that what you want? No. Yeah. Uh, people don't but, want that. They, they have a fascination with this because, because I get answers. You know, people come to, come to me for an answer because they want an answer from God. And because I communicate with archangels, I'm getting that answer. I used to ask them in the very beginning, is this what God wants me to do? If that's what God wants me to do. And they would tell me, they would say, if we tell you to tell you, this is what God wants. I said, okay, so if I get an answer, that's what it's coming from God. Yes. Okay. So people get an answer from me because they want an answer from God and I get it to them. But you know what? Usually they don't like it. You know why? Because people just don't like the truth. Very, very <laughs> truth. Very true. Uh <laughs> Now, uh, when people die, is there, is there some people that uh, that have that have uh, you know obviously leave their body? Uh, are there those that don't know that they're they they're oh, dead? Yeah, there's plenty of them. Yeah, I, I live down here in southern Arizona. And you're, um, I just left. I was hanging out at my my buddy's place uh, in Tombstone, mm -hmm. and uh, I was down there uh, earlier this year for like a. Uh, uh, they were just, it was like a ghost hunt type thing and all this stuff, but I was just doing the readings. I don't, I don't get involved in the ghost hunt because I don't have to hunt for ghosts. All I have to do is be alive. And there they are. Uh, so, uh, but people, they were coming around me. One of them came around me and, 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 and said, am I dead? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Now, would you like to cross over? But they get kind of confused with all that stuff. Um, I mean, when you wake up out of your body, you're going to get all the perfect memories of your lifetime here. But you're going to get all the perfect memories of all your other lifetimes. But what's affects you most is those are just like they're just memories. But what's going to affect you the most is this lifetime here. So if you had something traumatic happen to you here, then boom, you know, you wake up and you look down, huh? Because that's the way it is. You'll you'll wake up out of your body, you look down and go, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You'll take a step to the left, you'll look to the right, a light will turn on. You'll either walk in or you won't. Maybe you won't walk in because maybe because you know. I walk in, there's a chance I might have to come back. Or, you know, maybe you don't want to. Right. But some of them just don't know that they have passed away. I see deer and, and horses and cows walking around grazing because that's what they did before they died. Yeah, You still feel like you are yourself. The only unfortunate part of it is what people don't know is when you when you step out of your body, you're going to feel like yourself and you're you're here, but... If you remain here as an earthbound spirit, whatever age it is that you died, you will remain that age. Mm -hmm. And because if you stay here, you're holding on to your pain, anger, sorrow, guilt, anguish, all that stuff. So you still feel pain. So in, in, a, in a literal sense, where if another spirit were to walk up to you that was a negative spirit or anything, walk up to you and smack you in the face, you mm -hmm. still feel it. 
Now you're not breaking any bones, but you're still going to feel it. Don't um, do that. Just cross over. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, yeah. Is um. But they don't know how long they've been here either. They don't know uh, what time it is. Yeah. Uh, past life regression. <clears throat> yeah, I don't mess with it. Um, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. uh, because um, your past lives were important when you were living them. You're not living them now. What's important is what you do now, not what you did 100 years ago. What you did 100 years ago isn't going to affect what you're doing now because you're living a new life in a new body with new lessons and purpose to fulfill. Because if your previous life was so freaking important, you would have fulfilled your purpose. You wouldn't be here now. So people want to go into past life regression. You know why? Because they want to have a story to tell their fucking friends. Get over it. It's not important. You're done living that life. You're here living this life. And if you want to sit there and worry about a life you lived 100 years ago, you know why? Because you don't want to deal with the one you have now. Guess what? You keep not dealing with the one you have now, you'll just come back again and do it all over again. Right. Let it go. Yeah. Stupid uh, stuff, I'm telling you. Yeah. See, I, I one thing I always found funny is uh, some uh, some people who go through uh, past life regressions. Uh, it's all you know. It's always hey, because uh, you can tell the real from the not real. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and you know, some of them uh, they always say you're somebody famous. You know, you were somebody. Oh, sure. That. And I and sure. I think and I think to myself, what are the you know out of all all the billions of souls out there. Uh, what's the odds that I'm going to be Napoleon Bono, you know, Bonaparte, or right. I'm going yeah. to be uh, <clears throat> the Buddha, you know? Yeah, or or someone saying, man, I hope I'm related to a king or a queen. And then I say to them, so you want to be related to someone who stood on the backs of other people to have power? Is that what you, do you think that's noble? Because I don't think it's noble. I think you're a piece of crap. Right. And how, you know, how human <clears throat> is that, though, that even, you know, when, when if we believe that there is, you know, past lives, automatically we think we've got to be somebody famous because that that's where it's at. Right. Right. And you're right. It, does, it doesn't mean anything. Right. You know? uh, yeah. Your past life was important when you were living it. And right. when you leave here and you cross over into the light. So that's another thing I'm starting to talk about is. The uh, <clears throat> the bull crap in this world. We have all these uh, intuitive people, or we got these people who are going to heal your past, your past uh, trauma. No, that's bull crap. When you leave here and you come back, that means you crossed over into the light and you went home. When you go home, we think of heaven as being this wonderful place. Well, it is a wonderful place. It's no, there's no pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, or any of that stuff there. So how is it you would go home with all of that gone and come back? Why would it give, be given back to you? It's not. So once you walk into that light, you'll get washed away of all that crap. You come into a new body, a new life, new lessons to learn and purpose to fulfill. So you don't get your old trauma back. Now, your soul has experienced it as a part of coming into a body, but it's not given back to you. So these people who tell you that they're doing that are just digging out of your pockets. They just have you believing in this bullcrap. It's not real. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that there is so many concepts <clears throat> that man has put labeled trying to, because, you know, we always want to put labels on things. Things. Oh, sure. Like, um, what's that one um, they got? They, 
your your soulmate. Now they're calling it the twin flame. Whatever. Shut up. Okay. So um, your soulmate is not necessarily someone you're going to fall in love with. It's not. Yeah. It's just not. It happens once in a while, but it's just not. A soulmate is just another soul that you communicate with back at home. You're very good friends back at home, family. And then you come back here, and then you both are here, and you meet up again. Your soulmate could be your best friend. It could be a dog or a cat. It could be your mom or dad. Mm -hmm. It could be anyone. And you could have many of them. Yeah. I've, I had a lady one time tell me, she said, oh, Daniel, I met my soulmate. He's so wonderful. And this is the... And I said, yeah, let me know how that goes in a couple of years. And I did see her a few years later. And I said, how's that soulmate going? And she said, oh, that piece of crap. He cheated on me. And so like I said, yeah, that wasn't a soulmate. Because <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah, because soulmates are somebody who stick with you, who you know them, and they they know you because you have such a a close connection. Yeah, so most people when they come up to me and say, "Am I going to meet my soulmate?" I don't know. Let me ask. Oh, you got you you met him already. Oh, did I fall in love with him? No, it's your cat, dummy. <laughs> because they're just they just don't get it. Yeah, you know the unfortunate part is I don't make the rules. I just I just explain them. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's television and movies that screw everything up for everybody because they want you to believe in this crap. Right, the Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I gotta bring Daniel. <clears throat> I gotta I gotta bring you back on and on Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, sure, man. Oh, we could have some fun there. Yeah, we could um, do a call-in show or something like that. Huh? Yeah, you yeah. know, I I am going to be doing my very first live uh, stream here. On Halloween mm. night, I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna hit the airwaves here at uh, that'll be cool, right? At uh, 10 p.m. You know yeah. what how you know what Halloween is? Hmm. It's a made-up holiday, dude. <laughs> it has nothing right. to do with anything. Nothing. Right. As well as Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus's birthday. His birthday was not even in Christmas. It was more like it was around closer to Easter, something like that. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the original, that's why I say, you know, astrological signs are horseshit because the original calendar started out at five months, then it went to nine months, then it went to 10 months, and then it went to 12 months. So in other words, they had five signs and then they created four more and they created one more and then they created two more. Mm -hmm. So here, here's what astrology is, you ready? A bunch of people standing around looking up at the stars going, hey, if we play connect the dots, that makes a fish. Look at that. <laughs> Now, if you were standing, if you were born on the planet Pluto and you were born on the opposite side of the planet Pluto, would you see the same stars? No, you would not. Yeah. So you're not being born under born under stars has nothing to do with it. The body is just born. But right. you are the one who actually picks the body you're going into and when it's going to come out. So astrology is horse trip. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but, you... but you've been here 28 times, Jason. So you've had 28 astrological signs. So which one are you? Are 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 you actually? None of them. Yeah, yeah. Because uh... when you go home to heaven, do you think anyone's telling you, "Hey, you're a Scorpio"? No. <laughs> no, you just happen to have been born on that day and that. Correct. Yeah, as as, that, as many know. as 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 everyone else is. There's only 365 days and eight and 7.8 billion people. Yeah. Something's going to collide, you know. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I gotta ask you this because uh, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a human me. Uh, yeah. How many, how many times am I gonna be coming back? Because I always, th I always think of myself as pretty thick-headed, 
sometimes you know you almost need that proverbial slap across the chops <laughs> to get it right focus man you're going to come back as many times as you need to come back in a sense where you need to go out there and fulfill the purpose but the purpose is going to be fulfilled like a, like i said in a way where it's a you're just going to be somewhere like i was out on my motorcycle one time and i stopped at this uh, gas station and um there's this little old lady i saw her get out of her car and she walks over to me now at that point it's at nighttime and i have a leather jacket on and it's a stitched in print that looks like a skeleton on the front and the back of my jacket okay so i look like the most horrible person you could ever meet <laughs> and and she comes up and she says excuse me sir i'm i'm lost can can you help me find my way i said looked around uh all right i said where do you need to go and she says i'm looking for walmart in a place called camden delaware i said I said, oh, I know where it's at. I live near there. I said, you know, you can go down. I said, you can go down this street here. And then, well, you don't really know where you're going. She said, I used to live around here, but I just don't know it anymore. My memories. I said, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to finish filling up my tank of gas on my bike. And then where are you parked at? She said, I'm over there. I said, okay, I'm going to come over there on my bike. Then we're going to go out on the street and you're going to follow me. And I'm going to show you where to go. Mm -hmm. And it's the and it's the slowest speed I've ever done on a motorcycle, <laughs> doing 35 miles an hour down a regular highway. Yeah. But I wanted I didn't want to I wanted to make sure she wouldn't get lost. And then when she got to the where she needed to be, I just waved her off and said, "That's where you got to go." And she said, "Okay, thank you." And then she found it and she was like, "Oh yay!" <laughs> That's fulfilling your purpose. Right. Those types of things, you know. I was. Uh, uh, about a year or two before we left and came out to Arizona, I was going to a Dollar Tree because I talked to God, but I go to Dollar Tree. And yep. uh, and I was walking up and I, I was walking out when I was coming out and I saw this guy. He just looked like he was having a hard time and uh, walking. And I walked outside. And I said, hey, buddy, how are you doing? He says, good. I said, I said, are you OK? He said, I'm supposed to get a knee surgery here. I'm, I'm not doing so good. I'm. I said, where are you going to? He said, well, I'm going in there. He said, but I got to go over there up the, uh, up the pavement over there so I can, you know, because it's lower there. I said, no, you don't. And I walked over and I took him by the arm and I helped him into the store. That's fulfilling your purpose. That's what it's all about. Right. So when you do that, that's what's going to punch your dance card enough times to get you your golden ticket so you can go home and stay home. Right. But, you know, the average time for people to be here is between 26 and 29 times. Now, I have done a reading for a woman who's been here 43 times, and she had to come back, and I told her she did. But uh, but it was it, but because she didn't fulfill her purpose, because she had said to me, she said, do I have time to fulfill my purpose? Now, I said this in a nice way, and I'll tell you the way I said it, and then you can you can guess what it means. I told her, no, I'm sorry, but you have run out of time. Now, if I told you that, what would you think? Oh, yeah. Well, it's over. I'm in trouble, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, it was over all right because she died six months later. Yeah. That was, I, my I, nice way, that was my nice way of telling her she was going to die. Right. In this in this go around. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it, that makes totally sense. Uh, if you would have told me that uh, before the interview here. You better I, shit. I, right. <laughs> I would have gave you if he the other answer, but it may it <clears throat> makes totally perfect sense. Yeah. 
you know i mean okay you run out of time okay on on you know on this ride yeah 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 but she did yeah um anytime we we talked about the pureness of our immortal selves uh we talked about also uh, a little bit about you know the concept of good and evil right back and forth now in the bible it, yeah. teaches, it teaches us that there you know was a uh, uh one of the uh, you know the biggest archangel uh lucifer that uh you know didn't want to bow down or acknowledge humanity and was is and was sent uh is any yeah, of that no true? no so uh, no, lucifer is not the devil he's not a demon he is yeah. not um satan he's not any of that okay um um, I when I say I have archangels with me, how many of them do I have? All of them. I I have something different that no other medium has, and my purpose is different here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but our, but Lucifer is not the demons. He's not the demons keeper. Uh, this is them. This is how they, in order to punish you, in order to to put you in some place that they can punish you, they have to. They created a place in order to to say that they're going to put you, God is going to put you there, or they're going to banish you there. No. Here's the reason, okay? The real reason is because God is not going to banish you for the choices that you make, okay? Because God gave us free will. Now, God being omnipotent, knowing all, wouldn't you think he would know that if we made some bad choices, then he would have put a limit on those choices? Yeah. But he didn't. Why wouldn't he? Because in order to find out what works for us and what doesn't work for us, we have to learn. Those yeah. choices are everything. So I he think. didn't put a limit on it so we can learn from it. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, he there's there's no guy, there's no warden. <laughs> I see negative energies all day long. Yeah. And I see more than anyone else does because of something I have going on. Um, there's no one guy who's walking around going, okay, I'm the leader of you sons of bitches, let's go. No, there's not. They're all in it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, there's no guy. Um, Lucifer is one of my guys. He helps me with business type things. Mm. When I say, because there's angel numbers, when I say his number, your audience is going to shit themselves. Because when you see the number 1111 all the time, yeah. That's who it is. Uh, what about the number 666, right? Because everyone's got that drilled in their head that that's the end, you know. Hey, if, if, it's, if, it's the, if it's the number 333, that makes me only half evil. <laughs> if you're really good at fractions. Uh, no. Um, yeah, these, these are just things that are brought to us uh, as signs. But these are signs that we also created as well. Just like the angel names are not their real names. Right. Our our own names are not our real names. Yeah. You have a name that you're here as a human, as a representation of you this time around, but you've had 27 other names, including your actual soul name. And their their names are more like a sound vibrational. It's more like, oh, but we can't pronounce it because the way that they communicate is through telepathy. Mm. That's yeah. what we call it, but it's just, it's soul to soul. It's not mind to mind yeah. because your brain does nothing for you. Your brain does one thing. It makes the little parts work. That's it. Okay. That's all, that's all part of the body, mm. but without the soul, the body has no reason to be here yeah. in the same sense. That's why we have stillborn children 
because when the soul comes in, it's not, it doesn't come in. It's not sitting in its mother's womb. It doesn't need to be there. It comes into the body when the body's being born, but when the soul sees that the body's not going to make it, it leaves. Yeah. That's why people die, because right. the soul leaves. In the same way, that's what uh, what uh, suicide is. When you were a child, Jason, and if you're out playing outside, and your mom and dad called you to go home, what did you do? Uh, nine times out of ten, I did go home. Uh, there, there is that uh, outlier of me wanting to run to a Seven Eleven or something. Sure, but you eventually but, went home, right? Yeah, of course. Well, when God calls your soul go to go home to heaven, it just goes. Yeah. So it may be in a body that's perfectly functioning fine, and the soul will take over because it's it's told at a certain time, it's time for you to go home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to get out of here somehow. I'm going to take over and start putting some horrible thoughts into this thing's mind so I can get out of here. And then gone. In the same sense, you wake up in the morning and the soul says, oh, I got to go home. Okay. Well, I want you with Jason to get in your car and go to the mall today. And you get in your car and you go to the mall and you get in a car accident and die. Mm -hmm. We call that an accident. The other one we call suicide. It's the same thing. Gotcha. When it's time to go home. It is. When it's your time to go, it just is. doesn't make a difference if you fall off the top of a building, get hit by a car, have COVID or suicide, anything. Yeah. When it's your time to go, it just is. It's yeah. not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Right. I, When we talked about not uh, souls, not only in humans, but also in like pets, right? Uh, oh, I, absolutely. I, I, you know, when people say... Oh, Everything no, that's there's... alive has a soul in it. Yeah. And I've always thought, because you can look at an animal, right? And that bond you have between you and the animal uh, is soul to soul, right? Yes. I mean, you yes. can, I mean, I don't know if I'm being even even right about this, but uh, I can look, you know, and they always say, you know, the eyes are the windows of the soul. But I, I can look and I can see that divine spark there. Right. But, you know, yeah. it's just not a... Because when just, you know when someone dies and light goes out, you know it. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, when I look in yeah. like uh, my dog's or cat's eyes, there there's something more than just the brain directing eyes and us breathing, oh, yeah. the dog breathing in and out. Uh, you feel the connection. It's like when you hug somebody and, and you get that one person that you hug that you don't want to let go of because you're making an energy transfer at that point. Okay. I see everything, dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish. So if I'm seeing a fish, that's a soul. Anything that I see is a soul. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's the soul because you, because the person I'm talking to right now is the soul. Yeah. I mean, I see your face and everything, but I'm talking to the soul. That's who's, <laughs> that's who's talking to me. Right. That's yeah. all. The I, soul has many things going on. I mean, we have these other things called uh, deja vu. That's a memory. Yeah. They just don't want you to know that it's a memory. Because right. if you knew everything about yourself, you would know that you have perfectly all the control over yourself. And you wouldn't need tell you wouldn't need them telling you what you need to do in this world. Yeah. Uh, no. I you know as, as far as the humanity and the uh, age of humanity and stuff, uh, you know, I've I mean, run... we're not doing a good job. No, no, we're not. Uh, so <clears throat> we're starting. Let's... We're going to start over. Right. Exactly. Uh, let, well, let's gonna, talk about the beginning. Uh, well, uh, well we're going to start over in another place. The beginning didn't happen here. That's for sure. Sure. I, as far as human, as far as humans go, the, the beginning didn't happen here on this world. 
Right. It happened on another world. You've heard of it. Mars. Really? They just they just did a study on Mars and they tested the ground over there and I had a certain element in that ground. Mm -hmm. And that element is only caused by one thing. Nuclear explosion. How did that happen? Because mm -hmm. we were there, we destroyed that place. Then we were brought here. We were brought here. We were not born of Adam and Eve and Adam and Steve, whichever you prefer. Yeah. We were born of them. Yeah. They just fly, they fly around on these ships and come around and check on us. Right. Because uh, I always wondered about the concept of Adam and Eve, right? Because there yeah, are those who are uh, the creationists, and then there are those who uh, quote-unquote evolutionists, right? I, and when people have <laughs> asked me about it, I, I've never had a problem with with the creation and evolution i've never had a problem with that because well, they always say well then we didn't know. come from monkeys either <laughs> right a, yeah that's a load of shit right there you know i know that because monkeys are still freaking monkeys <laughs> they just are yeah. we're not monkeys no uh and they say okay well then you know if we you know that paradigm of cro-magnon uh Yada 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 going. Yeah, that's what it is. Yada, I, yada yada. I I said I don't know. I'm not a scientist, nor do I play one on TV. But uh, if there was an Adam and Eve, or two, the two that started on this go around, is I I said I do believe that at one point uh, God re you know gave the soul, and uh, so I said, listen, if there is is evolution, and you know which I had serious doubts about, but I say, if there's evolution, it doesn't, it, it does not break any of my faith in there. It would just scientifically explain to me how organisms uh, adapted and, you know, mutated along the timeline of humanity. Uh, so, I mean, really at the beginning, then there was no uh, two, you know, just two people and the, or, or did it happen more, uh, you know, more souls, and more thing, and just the next go around? We were just brought here. We were brought from one place to another. That's all. Okay. Is is, is that what we mixed? Because you know, is that why we mixed up the whole concept of the Garden of Eden? The gar was... Well, you did. Uh, the Garden of Eden is one place. Yeah. You're you're living on it. It's called Earth. That's the whole place is the Garden of Eden. Gotcha. But this is this is brought to us with stories, you know, like the the one story of of Noah who lived to be nine hundred and sixty years old. Yeah. But wait a minute, he had kids too who were on that boat. Does that mean they lived to be nine hundred and sixty years old? And then when they got on that boat, it it rained for forty days and forty nights. Now I know, just by scientific crap around here, that if it rained for forty days and forty nights, there'd be so much water in the atmosphere you wouldn't be able to breathe. You would you would drown. Mm -hmm. Okay, but. They go in the boat and everything gets washed away and everybody everybody's killed. And then all of a sudden all the water recedes and then they land. Yeah. And then his his daughters get married to Cain and Abel. Where the fuck did they come from? Because it <laughs> killed everybody. They just came out of nowhere. Right. Right. I mean, you know, you know what's my fit one of my favorite ones? Um um Zombie Jesus. <laughs> you know, where Jesus dies and comes back three days later and now he's right. zombie Jesus. Right. No, it never happened. Uh, no. So, uh, or, or or what's his name? Uh, who's the one that lived in the belly of a whale? Seriously? Uh, Jonah. You were drowned. Yeah, I would. No. Uh, I I would I would believe so, and probably end up as uh, whale excrement. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I love about uh, Noah? They always say, "Oh, they found the boat. They found the boat." And I always say, "So nobody else had a fucking boat?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes uh... they can't have anything that survives that long, but somehow yeah. they found a boat that didn't, you know, erode away after you know, yeah, twenty thousand freaking years. They right. finally found it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good job of that. I've always wondered, um, you know, about, you know, the, the what we call the Bible, right? Uh, I call it the Babble. The ba yeah, the Babble. And, it's a bunch of bullshit. You know, I've always... And commandments. Had, yeah, I've always had God, that God question. commands us, you know. Yeah. You, you know you know who came up with all that stuff? Um, Moses. Well, the, do you know who Leviticus is? I mean, you're, you're the uh, theologian, right? Who is Leviticus? Leviticus is no one. Yes, Leviticus is a tribe of people that Moses belonged to, and those tribe of people are the ones who come up with the rules. That's all they did. They sat around a freaking campfire and said, "Okay, thou shalt not kill anybody." But eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, fuck you know what the hell? Yeah, right. It, it's I, okay I, to rape people. It's okay to it's it's okay to fuck kids and stuff like that. Sorry, but you know that's the truth. Mm, no, yeah. it's not. Because uh, I yeah, you know, I was wondering. You can about... edit that part out. No. <laughs> No, hey, listen. Uh, if you've ever listened to a show, whoever's listened to the show, they know it's. Uh, I I I put it all in. I, I make no judgment on anything. Good, because uh, yeah, God doesn't judge us. We judge ourselves a thousand times a day. Why does He need to do it once more? Right, because He just doesn't. Right. So I mean, as as far as us recording, you know, in books that end up to be, you know, what we call books in the Bible. I take it it's not very accurate. Uh, is there any is there anything in those uh, pages? You know, Old Testament, heck, even New Testament. Did we get anything right? You want me to describe the Bible to you? Ready? I'm going to yeah. do it this way. Okay. So you and I, we meet up. We go sit in a coffee house. We just met. We talked for maybe two, three hours, mm -hmm. and then. 20 years later, I decided to write the book of Jason. Okay? Oh, what a book now, that would be. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Do you think after me talking to you for two, two or three hours, I got every single aspect of your life and I'm able to put that into a book? Oh. Well, neither is the Bible, so let it go. Right. No one knows what God is like. They're right. guessing. Right. right. But, the, but they're guessing in a way where they covered every base so they can have power and control over you. He's a merciful God, yes, he, yet he's a fearful God. Well, yeah. which one is he? He's neither. Mm -hmm. He's a loving God. He's your father. You better start respecting him that way. He created you. And if he didn't want you here, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, but he Daniel, doesn't hate you. you know? uh, There's it, that it, term that says God bless us. Yeah, he did bless us. He put us here once. Right. He wants us to figure out the rest. Right. right. Um, just for uh, public uh, uh, PSA, uh, if you do do a book of Jason, um, they're probably they're probably going to have to put it in pop up book section. Awesome. <laughs> you know, open it up. We look at that. Right, right. He's yeah. a bald head. Woo, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I usually have a bald head. I shave my head. I'm got to shave my head for Saturday. I have an event to do on Sunday where I go and do readings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I was supposed to shave my head too, but. Uh, you know, I, I we got all kinds of crazy things in this world that people just they make up shit. 
they make it up as they're going to like the, the witching hour, you know? Okay. Yeah. Two and three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Well, that could not be true. Well, why couldn't it be true? Well, because out throughout the world, we have different time changes. We have different. So what's two and three o'clock in the morning here is six o'clock in the morning over there. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> oh, the Australians got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because their toilets go the other way. That's why they screwed it up. <laughs> That's right. Blaming, oh, I'm going to get nasty grams from Australia. I can already tell. Uh, right. Yeah. Ask that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. When did you? When did you get your uh, the first idea to write a book? Wasn't my idea. I wish it was my idea, but I never thought. I I never thought I would write a book because, no, my grammar sucks. So. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, it literally does. Um, yeah. I I was meditating. Um, when I meditate, they show me things, uh, messages in like movie form or cartoon form. Mm -hmm. And I just see a cartoon. But uh, it's actually gotten to the point now. I don't even have to meditate that often. I just close my eyes and it's like it's already playing. It's like something's it's just playing like a video. Uh, but this particular time. When I'm meditating, I could talk to them just like this. I don't have to go home and talk to them in my mind and all that bullshit because that's bullshit. So, um, because it's you. So they came through and they told, they showed me this thing of this man who was sitting there at like a table and he had this like robe on. He had this white beard, kind of looked like me, but you know, whatever for him. And uh, he's writing on these uh, scrolls, it looked like. And I'm watching him do it and I'm like, hmm what's he doing here is writing something and then i got touched on my face yes and i was like oh what's he writing there and then they showed me a piece of paper in front of my face that had all my handwriting on it and i was like that's my handwriting and i got yes and i was like what do you want me to write a book and i got yes and i was like what am i going to write a book about and they said your life story i just heard it my story and i was like okay and they, I said, is that it? And they said, well, no, we will bring you 25 messages and and then you'll write them down for us and then put them in the book. So the the, the entire book is is everything that happened to me and for me. Now, I didn't actually start writing in the book until about four years after that happened. Life just gets in the way. My mom wasn't doing very well. My wife's mom wasn't doing very well. And when that came to an end, because they came to an end, I uh, I just knew the time was right. Hey, that was a good interview. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this is going to be a two-part series. This was uh, obviously part one, part two next week. Uh, it just gets better and better and better. All right, folks, I'm, I'm not going to be talking too much now because I want to get out of here because I'm tired. Did the live stream and all. But uh, you, can always, you can always voicemail us, 971 two zero five two four six four again the voicemail is nine seven one two zero five two four six four and always you can email us at midnight alchemy show at gmail.com midnight alchemy show at gmail.com hey look us up on our facebook page just again search midnight alchemy give us a like give us uh, give us some love. Uh, follow us. You'll stay in the loop on everything going on in the future. And there is a whole lot going on in the future. So, yeah, get it, get on the Facebook. Give us a like and stuff. 
Uh, also, please get on the uh, YouTube. Yeah, the you boober, the YouTube. Get up on there, type in Midnight Alchemy, and we'll be right there. And so give us also a like, and uh, give us five stars, man. We could sure use it. So uh, that be all for this episode. As we write up, as we write off, sunset next week, part two of Daniel Jackson, folks. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. And the Reaver Dare Show.